Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mornings with Ron. I can't tell you how excited I am to have you back with us. I appreciate all of you who have been providing feedback over the past few weeks. You know, sometimes it's your messages that you send to me that find their way back into the messages that I, in turn, deliver back out to you. When I started this podcast, I had hoped that I was going to make a difference in people's lives and give you something to think about as you try to go through your life every day. And the feedback that you've been giving me has proven that that has certainly been the case, which uh, validates the whole reason that I started this podcast in the first place. Hopefully, one of the five messages that I deliver leave you with a little bit of something that you can use as you go about your life during that particular week. So believe it or not, another week has gone by. We're ready for a new podcast, so let's get on with it. You know, I absolutely love when I find a quote that uh, either one of my friends or family have posted somewhere on their Facebook page or one of the other sites out there. And it often inspires me to write the message or think of a message that I'm going to deliver on a particular day. The quote that I'm using for the first message today, I found on my sister-in-law Debbie's site, uh, and it was by Christina Machiavia from Brightside. And it said, you may think that you're completely insignificant in this world, but someone drinks coffee every morning from their favorite cup that you gave them. Someone heard a song on the radio that reminded them of you. Someone read the book you recommended and plunged headfirst into it. Someone remembered your joke and smiled returning home from work in the evening. Someone loves himself a little more because you gave them a compliment. Never think that you have no influence whatsoever. Your trace, which you leave behind with even a few good deeds, cannot be erased. In this big world that we live in, we often feel like a small fish in a very big pond. We go about our day doing what we need to do, taking care of life's business, and working hard just to survive. It's very easy to take for granted the impact that we have on other people's lives that we don't even realize. There are many times throughout the day where we do good deeds that affect others that go unnoticed in our own minds. Whether we held the door open for someone entering a store or provided a kind word to someone that made a difference in how their day was going to go, we had an impact on that person. It's amazing to me how often thoughts of things that have happened in the past come back into the memory. An act, a gesture, or word that someone did or said that may have happened long ago suddenly pops back into your memory as if it were yesterday. You find yourself standing in front of that person again as if it were happening live at the moment. Somewhere in our brain, we store those moments, and then they seem to resurface when they are needed most. Every interaction with another person contains the possibility that what we do is going to have a lasting impact on them. Be it good or bad, What we may think to be insignificant can actually wind up being one of the most significant moments in that other person's life. And that makes it all the more important that we consider the consequences of our actions and words before we express them. Unfortunately, our minds do not have the ability to filter out all the bad and only remember the good. The bad interactions find a home in the brain as well. None of us are insignificant. Our ability to impact others is often beyond our imagination. As you go throughout your day today, try hard to be more aware of what impact you're having on someone else. That awareness will often keep you from engaging in an action that will be detrimental to both you and the person on the receiving end. However, on the positive side, it could provide you an opportunity to experience the impact you're having firsthand, and that provides fuel for more of the same behavior. 
you really do have more influence than you know. This second message I titled, Exactly Like Me. In a previous message, I said that I have a handful of good friends that have been part of my life for over 20 years. They're some of the most dearest people in the world to me, and I certainly wouldn't trade them for anything. However, there was a period of time where I had to sit down and ask myself what I was expecting from those relationships, and was what I was asking realistic? When I truly focused on my expectations and did some self-reflection, I realized that some of the issues I was having were actually caused by me. When I give myself to a true friendship, I'm all in. I'm caring, compassionate, generous, and make myself readily available, sometimes to a fault. Where we sometimes get into trouble is when we expect those that receive our affection to be exactly like us. When they aren't exactly like us, we feel let down. When in reality, it has nothing to do with them at all. All of my friends have the same traits I mentioned previously, which is what makes them special and an important part of my life. Internal conflict occurs when we expect all of them to have the same exact traits that we might have, which is ultimately unrealistic and unfair. When I truly started to focus on this and tamper those expectations, I realized that each and every one of my close friends fills a different need in my life that completes me and makes me whole. Where one may be stronger in compassion, the other is incredibly generous. Where one may be always available, the others make quality time extra meaningful. We sometimes forget that they have their own lives, their own friends, and their own needs. And while we'd like to be the center of their world, expecting that to be so is completely unrealistic. The more I thought about it, expecting everyone to be exactly like us ultimately makes it a very boring world. Diversity in friendship and the contributions that each provide gives us the nourishment that we need to make our lives complete. I haven't perfected it yet, and it's a continuous work in progress. However, recognizing the issue and focusing on it has helped me create better, healthier relationships without setting expectations that are doomed to fail. In the end, we don't want our friends to be exactly like us. Accepting them for who they are and recognizing the unique contributions they bring to the relationship creates the foundation for strong, lasting friendships. This next message I titled, A New Day. Have you ever been up at the time of morning when the dark blue of the night sky is starting to change to that beautiful orange and purple as the sun starts to come up over the horizon? All that was still during the night starts to come alive as a new day's beginning. The horizon takes on a magical air and the excitement of a new day starts to stir. If you are out and about, the cars become greater in volume, the houses start to light up with their morning routines, the street lights start to go off, and suddenly a new world of opportunity emerges. The beginning of a day is always exciting for me. The main reason is that we wake up with a clean slate and an opportunity to craft for ourselves a day that can be anything we want it to be. Whether we have pre-made plans or we decide to just be spontaneous, every minute of those hours that we will be awake are alive with the potential to be something great. I was on the train recently and for a brief period of time I was just looking at my watch. As the second hand continued to move around, it suddenly dawned on me that every minute that passed by was a minute that I was never going to get back again, and I realized how incredibly important it was to make every minute matter. Now, that's not saying that we don't need our downtime and rest. I could definitely use more of that. 
but I think what I was feeling was the importance of making the most of the minutes where I am active and to be aware of and honor them in a way that makes life more meaningful and good. My favorite part of the morning is to get up, grab my cup of coffee, sit down and work on my inspirational messages, and it's a reminder of the work that I've done to make my life what I want it to be. It is also a reminder of the work I do to hopefully provide you with a nugget here and there that you can use to enrich your life a little more. A new day is a gift, and although it sometimes starts to go astray the minute we get up, we have the power within us to alter that course and make it our own. No one can take that from us unless we give them that power over us. I'm sure you have experienced the beauty of the morning at sunrise. If you haven't, you're missing something beautiful. So set your alarm, take a step outside, and see for yourself the magic of a new day. Then grab it by the reins and make it your own. Use the promise that every new day offers to make a promise to be good to yourself and make every minute count. This next message I titled, Happiness. Wishing people a happy day every day got me to thinking about happiness in general. Now, unfortunately, I can't define happiness for you because it can be different things to different people. However, the dictionary will tell you that happiness is defined as the state of being happy. Well, that's a big help. Generally, it's just a mental or emotional state of well-being that's characterized by pleasant emotions. So, so much for the textbook definitions. But when you get right down to it, what is it really? Many people go through their lives trying to capture a perpetual state of happiness. You often hear, all I want is to be happy, followed by an expectation that happiness is supposed to rain down upon us 24 hours a day. That expectation itself could be the very reason that we never achieve even a brief state of happiness. People have placed so much pressure on themselves and their fight to achieve happiness that the pressure prevents the very thing that they're searching for. The reality is that 24-hour happiness isn't realistic when we have to deal with what life throws out to us every day. However, the more we find things that put us in those states of well-being that cause pleasant emotions, the more we can move the unpleasant emotions to the back seat. Sometimes it's as simple as sitting down and making a list of all the things that truly make you happy and then focus on doing more of those things. And once you've filled your life with happy, pleasant things, there isn't much room for unhappiness to come in. Sounds simple, doesn't it? Putting it into play in real life takes work, but we are rewarded with a greater sense of happiness for having done so. If you ask me what makes me happy in my life, I could easily rattle off my list to you. I'm happiest when I'm with my family, savoring every moment of life with them. I'm happiest trying a new restaurant with friends and sitting around the table having good, stimulating conversation. I'm happiest traveling around the world, learning about new cultures and new history. I'm happiest sitting at a table playing mahjong with friends and enjoying all the camaraderie that comes with that. And I'm happiest prepping cards for delivery to senior communities that I know are going to result in many, many smiles. And the list goes on. Focusing on what makes us happy no matter what it is, and less on what doesn't, automatically makes us happier people. It's often not about what we want, but taking the time to enjoy what we already have. Today, I hope you make your list and find the things that rise to the top. Do them more and put yourself on that journey to a happier you. There's always room for more happiness and it's often contagious, an extra side benefit that we could all use. This final message came about as a result of a quote I saw that said, the most dangerous risk of all, 
the risk of spending your life not doing what you want on the bet that you can buy yourself the freedom to do it later. So I titled this particular message, Live Life Doing What You Want. How many times during the course of our lives do we pass on doing what we actually want in the moment in hopes that we'll get to it someday? Opportunities come our way to have experiences that we simply put off until tomorrow in hopes that we'll get to it at some point. However, when tomorrow never comes, we find ourselves wishing we had rather than enjoying the memories of what could have been. When is a better time than right now to do the things we want? How do we know years from now our desire will still be there? In fact, how do we know that our circumstances won't change that make it impossible to enjoy what might have been? We don't, and that's the issue. I believe that life is made more meaningful by living it to the fullest. When it presents us with opportunities, we owe it to ourselves to maximize those opportunities to nurture our souls. Positive life experiences are what makes it meaningful. And at the end of the day, a meaningful life is what we all strive for. The next time you're presented an opportunity and you hesitate, ask yourself if you can guarantee that the opportunity will present itself again. Are you positive that you will be in the same position to accept and enjoy it if it does? If you're not so sure, try something novel and grab the opportunity while you can, and in turn, make your life just that much more special. So there you have it, another episode of Mornings with Ron. You know, this 15 minutes or so that I spend with you each week are really the highlight of my week as I share some of my life experiences and hope that they bring some kind of meaning or inspiration to your life as well. I appreciate you staying on this journey with me. I thank you for helping us get over a thousand downloads. And as you go out into this great big world of ours this week, always, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles.